Yo, how is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. I am your host, Chris Mulpey, and today I am joined by my co-hosts, Parsh Shaw and Jalen McClinton. How's it going, guys? It's going great. What's up, Jalen? It's going good. Uh, you know, this is the first time we got to record with just the three of us in a while, so it feels good to be yeah. just the squad again, you know? First time since our mock draft 1.0 that we recorded together, and that was with our editor, Zach Rimbo. So it's been the first time in an even longer time that the three of us are recording together. But we're excited to be back together. You know, down the road, as far as this goes, we want to get a good amount of guests because that's been doing well for the channel, and I know you guys like hearing what other people say. But at the same time, we also want you guys to listen to what we have to say because, I mean, at the end of the day, Bear Down would be nothing without us. So we're going to have a good amount of guests and also do a a fair amount of our own videos. So in today's episode, we're basically going to be talking about all things tight end. You know, we're going to be talking about the offseason with the addition of Jimmy Graham. We're going to be talking about all the tight ends we have on the roster right now. Talking about Trey Burton and Adam Shaheen's situations because those are both pretty sticky situations. And we're going to be talking about what tight ends we should keep on the roster for 2020 and if the Bears should possibly draft one. So let's get right into it. So guys, I'm going to start with uh, one of you answering this. Whoever wants to answer it can go for it. Should the Bears look to move on from Trey Burton this offseason or wait until 2021 when it would be more cost efficient? Because if we tried to move him this offseason, obviously dead cap is something that would come into effect. But then again you know, he has his injury history and and possibly some mental injury history. So do you think they should try and move on from him, possibly during this upcoming NFL draft? Uh, I'd say no, just because of how much we take on dead cap. And I honestly think he could be a great compliment to Jimmy Graham. And if you look at 2018, when Trey Burton was healthy, he was a solid tight end. He put up around 600 yards in receiving, had six touchdowns. It came up big in some games like the Patriots game. I remember he had like 140 yards receiving. Uh, I Yes, the injury concerns are there. The mental concerns are there. But I feel like he, if he is on the field, he could be a great tight end one, tight end two option with Jimmy Graham. So I'm going I'm to go right here and agree with Parth. Um, I'm actually a fan of Trey Burton. You know, the injuries, of course, kind of like um, – you know, gave me a couple question marks like, why were you out of the game, uh, out of one of the biggest playoff games in Bears history? And of course, it was against his former team. So that was like a kind of a question mark right here. But if we can get a solid draft pick in him, like a third round pick or second round pick, definitely trade him. But if we don't, if we get anything less than that, no, you know, uh, in 2018, he was a big part of this offense. That was one of the reasons why we were top 10 scoring offense because we uh, had a tight end who. Who, were, who was very productive. So if we don't get anything, if we get anything less than a third or a second round pick, then I say not, don't trade him and or, or just wait until see how he does after this year and potentially move on. Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally get that. And I'm going to have to go ahead and agree with you guys. Uh, I'm pretty sure on that one. You know, it depends on what we could possibly get for him. I'm also a little bit weary about Trey. I think unless we get a pretty good offer, we probably should move on from him or shouldn't move on from him, Uh, you know, looking at his stats from 2018, 54 catches, 569 yards, a 47-yard catch was his biggest, and then when he's got six touchdowns, so really productive there, and if you think about if he could reproduce that production alongside Jimmy Graham, who produced more than all of the Bears' tight ends in 2018, or 2019, 
then uh, then that could be pretty a pretty solid tandem with those two. You know, looking at him in 2019, he only had 14 catches for 84 yards. I hope that he can come back and be healthy this year. So I think it would depend on the offer if we were going to look to move on from him. But now we're going to get into that. We're going to get into an offer that possibly could come on the table for Trey Burton. And we're going to all share our thoughts about if we would move on if this was an option. So leave the money aside. Don't worry about the dead cap for now, guys. If a team offers the Bears a 4th to 6th round pick for Burton, are you moving on from him, knowing how good Ryan Pace has been in the late rounds of the NFL draft in years past? Uh, does sound tempting, let me tell you that. 5th and 6th, not so much, but a 4th rounder does sound tempting. And it all honestly depends on what Ryan Pace is looking to do with that fourth rounder. Is he because if if we've already selected a tight end in the second or third round or second round because we have a third round pick, if he if he looks just like a tight end in the second round, that fourth round pick could be useful to turn it into a safety or a cornerback that we desperately need. It all just depends on how we play the draft board early in the draft, I guess. Absolutely. Um, for a fourth. Um, you know, that, that does sound better than a six-round pick. You know, Pace has hit in the fourth round um, since he's been our GM. So if it's a fourth-round pick, I would definitely consider it. But less than that, definitely no. I, I feel like he's he's more um, a, more going to be a, a more contributor than a fifth- or sixth-round draft pick, especially in the rookie season. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say I would trade him for a fourth-round pick. Uh, I don't know how realistic a third-round pick would be. But I saw something on Twitter a couple days ago saying that, you know, maybe a third-round pick could surface for him, but I doubt any team would take that much of a chance on him. For a fourth-round pick, I'd say go for it. You know, if you look at some guys that are going to be around in the fourth round, it's interesting, it, and, it, and it really shifts how you can go about the draft. Par said it earlier. You know, I like guys like Tyler Johnson, wide receiver out of Minnesota. He could be available in the fourth or fifth round. Anthony Gordon, a quarterback that could sit behind Trubisky and Foles for a couple years and really be good, who played in Mike Leach's air raid offense for, for a year at Washington State behind Gardner Minshew and came in and was incredible last year. Anthony Gordon, someone like that that could come in and sit in and take over in a couple years. I'd like an option like that in the fourth or the fifth round. You know, there's flexibility. There's guys that are going to be around in the fourth and fifth rounds of this draft that aren't going to be around in normal drafts. I really like the wide receiver depth. In this year's draft, um, it gives us flexibility. It gives us another pick. It gives us options on what we want to do with our second round picks. Um, and and I, I honestly like the idea of getting a fourth round pick. So I'm going to say that I would trade Trey Burton for a fourth round pick in this year's draft. Now let's head on to another tight end on the roster. Adam Shaheen. Obviously, we know he struggled in Chicago. Three seasons since 2017, he was deemed baby Gronk coming out of the draft. He's only had 26 catches for 249 yards in his career in Chicago. And a lot of people think we do need to move on from him. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start this one off by saying I absolutely agree. There's not much more to be said about Shaheen. He's just been a bust, and it's unfortunate because George Kittle was in that 2017 draft where we ended up trading up for Trubisky and taking Shaheen. But you also have to look at the bright side of that draft where we got Eddie Jackson and Tariq Cohen in the fourth round. So um, I'm going to go with we should move on from Shaheen. What do you guys think about Adam Shaheen for one more year in Chicago? He's a your honor. Uh, there's, he has brought nothing but bad to this team. I'm not even trying to be rude to him, but like, I don't think he gets another job in the NFL. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, so actually, actually, when we drafted this team, I was uh, I was very high on him. You know, he was a very athletic tight end. Only real problem, he came out of Division three school. 
Um, but yeah, since he got hurt the last two years, he hasn't really been on the field since his rookie season. And then his rookie season, after having one of his best games, he didn't play. So, yeah, I, d- I definitely think you know coming into training camp, if he doesn't produce, then he's definitely gonna be cut. Uh, preparing for opening opening week. So. Absolutely. I mean, I think in the Bears' past, when they've shown that they're looking at a position in the draft, they've met with players twice. So, for example, this was put out on Twitter a couple days ago, by the way. So, I think it was in 2017, they met twice with Cortland Sutton. Obviously, didn't end up with him. He's on the Denver Broncos, but they did end up with someone in the same position with Anthony Miller. And then... In 2019, they looked twice at Devin Singletary, who is now on the Buffalo Bills, but they ended up with David Montgomery. This year, the Bears have looked at Josh Jones, offensive tackle for Houston twice, and Bryson Hopkins, tight end for um, Purdue twice. So based on their past decisions, it's looking like the Bears are going to go tight end and offensive line in this draft. I'm pretty sure that's something we're all completely fine with. Um, So Shaheen's time in Chicago could easily come to an end this summer, and I definitely think it does. Let's keep looking here. Um, let's go back to free agency. Leave the contract aside, because I know a lot of people don't like the no-trade clause in his contract and don't like the $9 million guaranteed, but what do you guys expect out of Jimmy Graham in Chicago in 2020? Because he's been productive in the past, more productive than Bears tight ends. Uh, his production has dropped, but we all know how important tight ends are in Matt Nagy's scheme. So what do you guys think J- Jimmy Graham's going to get done in Chicago? I'm super excited about Jimmy Graham, actually. I think he's going to I think he's gonna bring what the Bears need at the tight end position, consistency. We, have had, we haven't had consistency at the tight end position in so long. Ever since, uh, I mean, it sucks to say it, that he went down like that, but Zach Miller went down. Uh, we've had, we haven't had a consistent tight end. We had Trey Burton for a year. And last year, I God knows who our tight end one was even was. Might have even been Jesper Horstead, honestly. Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm excited to see what Jimmy Graham brings to the table. He hasn't missed a game since like somewhere in 2015. So consistent tight end. There's been questions about his drops and blocking, but I honestly don't think that will play a fa- as much as a factor, especially because just how much how much volume the offense this offense uses as tight end. We can see like what Kansas City does with. Uh, Travis Kelsey and then Doug Peterson does in Philadelphia with Zach Ertz. So the tight end volume is very high in Chicago, just like those two coaches. So I definitely see a big year coming out of Jimmy Graham this year. So actually, when we signed him, I was uh, I was very like startled by this move. Like he's thirty three, why are we giving him this much money? But now that I you know I look at it, um, I've come to actually like this signing. You know, he's probably going to come here and be a red zone threat. He's like 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, which is very tall. Um, f- especially for an NFL player, like 6'7", like, like you should be playing basketball. So I, d- I definitely kind of like this move. You know, he's he, last season alone, you know, he, had, he didn't have the best season. But his, him, his production by himself was better than all of our tight ends combined that was on the roster last season. So definitely feel like he can come here, you know, catch four to five touchdowns and just be, just be a red zone threat in general. Yeah, absolutely. So if we look at Trey Burton's stats in 2018 and compare them with Jimmy Graham's from the last couple seasons, Burton had 54 catches for 569 yards in 2018 for the Bears, and I think we can all call that a good season, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. If you look at Jimmy Graham's stats, the only year that he hasn't done that since entering the league in 2010 has really been his rookie year and last year in Green Bay. You know, uh, he's had, I think, 48-plus catches every year from 2011 to 2018. And also, it looks like he's had over 
520 yards each one of those years and has also been pretty decent as far as touchdowns go. So I think he's going to be a red zone threat. I think he's going to be really consistent. And when it boils down to it, it would have been nice to see someone like an Eric Ebron in Chicago, but the familiarity is there with uh, Ryan Pace's background in New Orleans with Jimmy Graham. I think he's going to be perfectly fine in Chicago with how much we use our tight ends. Let's head on into the next question. This one's a really interesting one because I don't really know how to answer. I kind of know how to answer this one myself. I don't know too much about this player, but I think it's an important question to ask. How important do you guys think it is having a guy like Demetrius Harris, former Brown and Chief, on the roster, someone who's a blocking tight end? I'm going to start off by answering this one. I'm just going to say it's really important to have a blocking tight end on design run plays. You know, if we're going I formation and stuff like that and we need to punch the ball, we don't have many guys who are good blocking tight ends. And I don't think Jimmy Graham's an incredible blocking tight end. I think he could serve as a fine one. You know, uh, if we end up drafting someone like Bryson Hopkins, he's, he could be an okay guy. But I think it's important to have a guy who can catch if we need to for running play action pass like a Demetrius Harris, but someone who can primarily block and get in there and help David Montgomery find creases in the defensive line. I think it's important having a blocking tight end on the roster, and I wanted to know your guys' thoughts on that one as well. I think it's just as important as you said. I think this is a one of Juan Castillo's picks. I think he wanted a blocking tight end. He said that we need to get the run game going. Like last year, the run game was atrocious. We had terrible blocking. It starts with the offense line and the tight end. So Demetrius Harris is definitely going to be someone I definitely – expect to see on the roster the 53 man roster when the season uh-huh. comes and should be interesting i guess I, def- I definitely think it's important as well you know this offensive line and run game in general just wasn't as great as it should have been you know it wasn't a lot of creases for david david to run to the fact that he created opportunity opportunities on his own was kind of crazy to me so yeah i definitely think this is important to have a blocking tight end um it helps the offensive line and you know this is a better opportunity for him to you know be on the roster knowing he probably he's probably the best blocking tight end on the roster right now absolutely so let's go into the next one and here's where things really get interesting i spoke earlier about the bears meeting with bryson hopkins twice out of purdue he's a redshirt senior there's a lot of interesting picks uh in the 2020 nfl draft class when it comes to tight ends so should the Bears draft a tight end, and if so, who? Parth, I'm going to start with you. I recently wrote an article about this on BearDown.com. Go check it out, guys. But Shameless um, plug. No, I do. I, it was just a little plug, yeah. I said no in the article, and I still stand by that. I don't think we'd another tight end. I think we got tons of guys on this team. I think we have like nine tight ends that are currently under contract. There's no need to bring another tight end onto the team. There's other positions that need to be filled up. Let's not waste a pick on a tight end, I think. We're good with what we got. Even though it's not the best, we can work with it. I definitely feel like we should draft the tight end. And if it is, then I'm going to go with Bryson Hopkins. I think, yeah, Bryson Hopkins. Um, he's actually my probably my favorite tight end prospect in this NFL draft. Now, if he's gone and so it's such as Cole Komet, then I definitely feel like we shouldn't draft a tight end in the second round. Don't try to draft for need. Draft for a person that you you actually did your scouting on. You know their, their pros and you know their cons. So if they're... If Bryson Hopkins and Cole Komet are going by forty three or fifty, then don't take don't don't try to draft a don't try to draft a tight end because it's a need. So yeah, absolutely. The only three guys I'm gonna say that we I would possibly want the Bears to draft are going to be Cole Komet, Bryson Hopkins, and Thaddeus Moss. You know, Thaddeus Moss obviously has the connection to Randy Moss, but I like Komet and Hopkins a lot, 
you know, I hate to say Baby Gronk because Shaheen was supposed to be Baby Gronk, but Cole Komet, if you look at his combine stats and his production in college compared to Rob Gronkowski, I've seen him side by side, identical. So I'm going to say I don't know if we should draft a tight end personally. I think it would be great for a young tight end to get mentored by a guy like Jimmy Graham because even if Jimmy Graham doesn't produce well in Chicago, he still has a ton of stuff to pass on to a younger tight end. So I'm going to agree with Jalen here. I'm going to say if we do, Bryson Hopkins or Cole Komet, but I'm also going to agree with Parth in saying there's a lot of other guys that we should look at uh, as far as filling other positional needs. One guy I'm a little bit worried about that I know the Bears have met with is Adam Troutman out of Dayton. Adam Shaheen, Adam Troutman. Um, Nothing against Troutman if he ends up being a star in the NFL. You know, uh, you can call me out on that one in a couple years. But seems like a, a guy that the Bears met with that could be another project. And I just want someone personally who I know can come in and do it. So I'm going to say Hopkins or Komet uh, or even Thaddeus Moss as a, <clears throat> as my tight ends that I would like. So final question here, uh, and this is going to be a little bit of a tough one to answer since the NFL draft hasn't played out yet, but which tight ends do you guys expect the Bears to keep on the roster in 2020? I'm going to go first. Um, we've covered a ton of stuff. Uh, we basically covered most every tight end on the team so far. Uh, except for a couple on the back end of the of the roster right now. But the ones I expect to make it on the 53-man roster, I expect it to be something between four and six. So I'm going to say Jimmy Graham, obviously. I'm going to say possibly Trey Burton. I don't know if they try and move him or not. I'm going to say possibly a draft pick if they draft someone in the second round. I'm going to say Demetrius Harris. I'm going to say maybe on J.P. Holtz. I'm not too sure about him. And then I'm going to say Jesper Horstead. Jalen talked about him earlier. He's someone that... Uh, that definitely deserves some more reps down the road. I think he's someone that we can definitely breed into being a good tight end one day. He was a receiver at Princeton, but we saw him come in last year and make an incredible catch against the Lions and also do some good things down the stretch. Same thing goes for J.P. Holtz. There's a couple younger pieces that are definitely projects but have shown that they can do it in the past. So I'm going to go with, I think that's six right now, but depending on what they do with Burton in the draft pick, that could be four. And that also could be six. So something between four and six tight ends on the roster for me in 2020. I'm going to say we keep five. So I'm going to say we got our three receiving tight ends in uh, what's called Jimmy Graham, Trey Burton, and Ben Broniker. And then I say we keep two like blocking tight ends, you could call them, Demetrius Harris and uh, J.B. Holtz. I, I, I like Ben Broniker more than Jesper Horstead is because of his special teams. Um, knowledge. Okay. Um, ben Roniker has been on the special teams for a couple of years with Chicago now, while Jasper just hasn't played much special special teams reps. And we also got to look at the other positions that they can play in. And I think Ben Roniker is just overall better to just keep on the team than Jasper. Yeah, it's nothing not, it's, Jesper, yeah, it's and, and for me, it's nothing against Broniker. You know, I think yeah. when we had Aaron Lemming on the show a couple of days ago, he said we're paying guys like Broniker money to produce, and they really just aren't doing it. So as far as as Broniker versus Horstead goes. I mean, it could go either way. I like what I saw out of Horstead in 2019. Uh, it's not a knock against Broniker at all. I know he, he can be productive. He, he's he's had some injuries in the past, but I just think taking a shot on a younger guy like Horstead and saving a little bit of money for moving on from Broniker could be a decent option. So I'm going to say we keep around four or five, so I'm going to go with Jimmy Graham, Trey Burton, uh, a draft pick. Okay. That's- Read Demetrius Harris and Jesper Horstead. I like that a lot. Um, 
Yeah, same same thing you guys said about you know Ben Broniker. You know, I have I have nothing against Ben Broniker. You know, he's been here for a couple years now. Um, he hasn't really well, he hasn't really had a chance to produce. But even when he has had a chance, especially last season, he didn't really put up any numbers. He let Jesper Horstead, who was a undrafted rookie tight end who was who was converted from wide right receiver, you know, get more reps than him. So I, that kind of shows you where Nagy is on Ben Broniker and Jesper Horstead. Absolutely. So that's pretty much going to do it on this one. Uh, that's your 20-minute episode on all things Chicago Bears tight ends. We're working on some guests. We'll get those announcements out uh, in the future. But thank you guys very much for tuning in. Uh, if you want guys, if you guys want to find more content, you can go check out our website, BairdDown.com. Obviously, go check out Parse article on tight ends. He wrote it about a week ago. And we're going to have tons of more content going up, uh, going up on there soon as we continue to head towards the NFL Draft, so be sure to check that out. If you would like to follow any of our fan pages on Instagram, you can find the links to those in the description, and you can also follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Bear Down. Guys, any last words? Bear Down, Chicago. Uh, the Bulls finally fired John Paxson. That's yeah. about it. And they got Carney Chauvas. So exciting time to be a Bulls fan. And hopefully, once this draft rolls around, it's going to be even more of an exciting time to be a Bears fan. So that's pretty much it, Chicago. And as I always end the episodes by saying these days, always stay safe and bear down. Peace. Peace.